Well, hey, Gundam Maniacs, welcome to the Gundam Explained show. It is uh, episode uh, 111, which is pretty awesome, and it is Stephen's birthday. So, happy birthday, Stephen. Hey, cheers. Thank you. 36 yeah. going on 60, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I still think, no matter what, it, it is so cool how our birthdays are like a day apart, and we just happen to stream on the opposite days. I just... I know. And, and then what was hilarious is we were just talking, you know, in the green room prior to this, and we found out that uh, our parents share a birthday as well. I like, know. This I, is. <laughs> I know. It's awesome. There's so many coincidences and and it, it, there's synchronicities, I think they call it. And there's something yes. I've learned now in my old age of 40. Uh, that <laughs> we need to expand our vocabulary. It's yeah. serendipitous. And yeah, no. But. Well, the thing is, though, as you go through life and you come across coincidences, usually they mean something. You don't know what, but I think it, it's supposed to be like you're on the right path. Whatever I hope that's, that that's what, uh, you know, that that's what we've got going on here. You know, I think cheers so. to 111 more episodes of I know. Gundam Explained show. But that's, I mean, that's what's pretty awesome, though. We've gone this long where we've been consistent. I think there's, it's a big deal to be consistent, you know, with things in life at this age, but then also doing a live stream about a giant robot from Japan, you know? Yeah. You know, well, it's one of those things like a lot of people say that discipline is when you have, you know, the sort of what, whatever you would call it, the fortitude, the commitment to do something regularly and form a habit out of it. But when talking about Gundam is the thing that you're being consistent with and the thing that you're showing discipline to, it doesn't feel like discipline at all. It feels like having fun. I know that is, that's a pretty good point. And it's like, man, I wish I could apply that to like my job, even though I really do, but more of the, there's like this built-in autopilot fun factor, you know, where, Oh yeah. And yeah, that's, and I think that just says how, like, I think humans really enjoy jumping into fantasy and exploring concepts. Uh, Even if you like your job, there's a lot of that is motivated by money. So true yeah <laughs> now but um no good talk yet today um what do we get we're going to talk about something that got released in gbo2 that came as a surprise i wasn't expecting it i'm also going to do a i think i can do an armored core f- uh six review i haven't beat it but i'm super close and i now see the structure of the game i want to give my review on that Interesting. Um, and also just to fulfill the um I guess the gratitude of the fact that Bandai gave me a key for this, just because it's like Gundam adjacent. And they're like, maybe for Gundam people, we can try to spread the word, but it's like, it's the opposite way around. You need to spread the Gundam word on these armored core channels. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. Um, I saw someone complaining that, uh, that souls channels were covering armored core and it's like, well, why wouldn't they? I mean, did did you expect them to only cover dark fantasy? Like, wait, that's, it's good that you bring that up because, you know, in Armored Core, a, a boss battle is the same ca- kind of mechanical discussion as a Souls boss battle. Like, Oh, yeah. And it's, it's just instead of rolling, you're boosting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Or if you're in the tank, you're drifting, which I love it. Like, that is it's, so cool. You're like, it teaches you, like, to drift around, which is pretty awesome. But also, I had a little Gundam poser contest going on. Um, on Discord, so we're going to look through those pictures and, and pick a winner. Um, and this is based off reactions people have made, and I think they've already uh, chosen a winner, um, and, but I'll verify that. 
And um, so then I will be sending out a model kit to someone. And, you know, Ashley, our social media uh, admin also wants to contribute to that. So nice. um, it's going to be a pretty nice little prize pack uh, that will be sent out. Very um, cool. I start. I need to start like 3D printing those high grade scale uh, championship belts that we can send oh. out to people whenever they win a contest. Um, <laughs> that is a great idea, actually. Oh yeah. Well, well, I'm just thinking of like a a if there was like a model kit competition, someone won, and then you have that belt on them. Like I don't know for some reason <laughs> just, like, that hang just... it over the shoulder of the mobile. Yeah. <laughs> that that yeah because when I'm like in my local hobby town. Uh, they, the glass cases they have in front have people's gumpla there, which is pretty cool. And that's sweet. Yeah, and that's actually a good idea to put the shoulder. You know what's neat though? At they have there, some of them are for sale. Oh, interesting. And, and it's not bad prices. Uh, it's like fifty to seventy-five for a high grade, but that's like completely. And these are like really nice looking. So yeah, not not made by me. Like <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, come on. That uh, I totally Eric Blanc. Zaku, oh yeah, that's, that that's sick. That's yeah, a, that that's is a good sick. one. That's that's my my prized possession. There you go. Um, no, but anything anything Gundam or Gundam adjacent you got into this week, other than the work on the Bondock uh, from your stream yesterday? If you guys missed it, yeah, yeah, I need to finish um putting those images together so that I can you know get get those get the polling done and see what colorway we're going to go with because that was, uh, that was pretty sweet. But beyond that, yeah. you know, I, I haven't been able to, you know, I've got some parts fitting done on the Gundam seventh conversion kit. Most of it's pretty close to being perfect, but it's not going to be ready in time for the Patreon perks tomorrow. So we're going to have another mobile suit chunked pack available. This one's going to cover the oh. black tri stars and the, and that sort of arc of the original Gundam series. So, Oh, that'll cool. be cool but um but yeah you know I, I i'm learning a lot about 3d printing parts that are supposed to fit together because you know everything can be perfect and mathematically dialed in when you have yeah. it on screen and then once you get it in that vat of resin so many things can go wrong there's warping issues there's you know oh, I've, yeah. I've even accounted for the fact that um you know resin will build up over certain areas and so like for instance if you have a peg joint you want to reduce the size of that peg joint in your software so that when it prints it's going to print slightly larger uh because if you don't do that then it's not going to fit into the hole that you have designed for it so dude i and see those things are things. crazy like when i hear those little gotchas you gotta where i like then i might have forget it but it's cool <laughs> to see you actually go through and then figure it out and then it makes me think okay i i could do that you know it, yeah yeah it's a it's a lot more accessible than i think um yeah. than i think people realize but what about yourself what uh what sort of gundam goodies have you gotten no that's that's a good question not too much i i've been um let's see other than working on the videos which i i will admit the videos weren't as lore content heavy as normal but i mean that's going to return next week um but i you know it's because yeah i was playing armored core so I haven't been playing many other Gundam games and, um, you know, I haven't even been watching, uh, anime. I, I finished bubblegum crisis. Finally, it took me a while. Um, really, really liked it. It's eight episodes. I, I mean, I think the last couple episodes are really bad, but all <laughs> in all, it's like really like top tier. 
And um, and then wasn't there something else I was thinking about? I think I was watching a movie and it just made me think about, again, like we talked last time, like, you know, how RoboCop. Oh, yeah, I think I was talking on your show yesterday, Blue Beetle. Yeah. Yeah, so, the Blue Beetle movie. Blue Beetle. Like, I didn't really like it, but in it, it did some neat things that I wish the, it focused on. And it's kind of like the man, a machine of the bad guy, because they do a really it's funny. They I, I'm just thinking about this, not the main bad guy, but like the sub main bad guy is a good character. They just didn't explore it enough, but they I mean, they even show you his childhood, but it's like all really quick. But they yeah. set up like a really good bad guy, especially what he went through and why he was helping the main bad guy. Um it sounds like it would have been better as like a like a Netflix series or something where they could yes. really un- explore some of these things and unpack these ideas, especially whenever you have like a like a bad guy lieutenant that you're trying to create a sympathetic character out of. Yeah, you really can't do that in in, you know, even a two hour movie. Like you said, Blue Beetle movie was probably a little longer than it needed to be. And right. Yeah. You know, what? you bring up a good book because it reminds me of the Ghost in the Shell movie, because I I liked what it did there with its bad guy who he becomes, you realize he's only bad because he, his life has been taken away and he figured it out, you know, or, yeah. or whatever. And like that whole thing, it, it's almost like, what is it's a good straight out of blade runner? <laughs> what, oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's so that's another good point. Like these, what these movies have in common is what makes a, a, a compelling bad guy sometimes is that their life has been taken away, but they're living that. They're living a life that has been taken away from them. Yeah. And I, I think the perfect bad guy, you know, you want to make them just sympathetic enough that the audience can identify with the struggle that they're dealing with. But you want to make the means that they go to so extreme that the audience would never they would never dream of doing that. Right. Yeah. I think a perfect example, Anakin Skywalker, you know, after oh, yeah. watching everything that he had been through, losing his mother and being a slave, you know, you can totally empathize with Anakin's uh, desire to keep his wife alive. And, you know, all of this, um, all this inner tor- turmoil, things being taken away from him, the, the yeah. rank of master, but you would never, um, I don't know, go into a room full of children and cut them up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's that was the one extreme. That's a little, uh, little beyond the pale. Yeah, you know, in in that uh, makes me think of um, like even a RoboCop. What if they framed the movie as RoboCop was the bad guy? You know, Ooh, like the corporation yeah. was just trying to help build something to protect, and then this thing is now trying to kill the guys in the corporation. But it's because he found out what they were doing. You know, it's I lo- I love that. I love that stuff. Um, that that kind of helps me. I guess as I make stories in the future, like where I want it to come from, especially with a compelling bad guy. But definitely. Um, let's move on to something here real quick. Hopefully I can get this to work. Um, I, uh, so Woundwart, GBO2, I'm going to attempt to roll and see if I get it. Whoa. So let's We're see, doing guys. Live rolls here. Live rolls. Let's oh, see what man. happens here. Let's see if I get anything cool. <laughs> oh, I miss I miss the lady excited every time. Oh yeah. Okay. Go go go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> Let's keep it rolling. Um. 
Yeah, okay. Beanstalk way that they that they included the wound fort. I mean, they, they've been getting more and more exotic with the mobile. Well, hey, that's not bad. I know. Yoga. The Kai too. I I don't know if I had that one. I don't think so. I love the helmet design on that one. It's very yeah. cool looking. No, that is. That is, okay. but yeah, I mean, the wound wart is such an exotic mobile suit. Hildolfer, look at that. You didn't already have Hildolfer? I wonder, yeah, I guess I didn't because I think normally it would say like, like your um, recycle tickets, yeah, exactly, and then like upgrade a certain part. So that's pretty neat. Okay, oh, look there at that. We go legendary. So the basically, greatest from live now stream. On, from now on, you are only rolling on stream. That's that's amazing. Wow. Holy macaroni. Okay, I'm going to take a screenshot of that. Yep. Somebody got to clip that. Like, that's... Okay, That yeah, that's going to be yeah, a short. Say, Ash, you need to clip that, put it on TikTok. Yep. <laughs> there you go. Can't, can't have too many shikis. I don't know. I don't think... Uh... There's any more excitement to be had. I, I reached the ultimate conclusion of that. Is that okay. a meal helmet there? That's pretty cool. Yeah, which one was that uh, AUG? Okay. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, that worked out. Okay. I know what I'm going to be doing later today. There you go. Huh. Yeah, very cool. Well, to... Let me see. Is that a space only? Is that a what? Is that a space only, the wound wart? Or can it be used oh. on the ground? Good question. Let's let's see. Now that I can actually pull it up, I mean, with those little spindly legs, you would expect that it's a. Uh... Oh no, Talos in chat says that it can go on the ground. That's wild. Oh okay. So let's see here. Oh, attention! I think it's at the top. All right. Yeah. See, Adam's just using this as an opportunity to flex and show you guys all the mobile suits that he has. And I only have so many <laughs> because I've been playing since the beginning, since back when it wasn't even in North America, and I didn't oh, yeah. even know what I was doing half the time. Um, I, I mean, I had the Japanese PSN account because I was downloading all of like the DLC for um, oh SD generate yeah, or for yeah. G generation and for 0081. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that yeah, and then Breaker Three, I think, is another one on there. But interesting, it's a four fifty. That's a cool cost range, and it is support, and um, it's got a lot of melee. So that that's pretty cool. A melee yeah. support. I'll have to read through these skills later, but that worked out. Well, there we go. Happy late birthday sweet. present to me. <laughs> there you go um let me move this over here okay so let's see any cool things about this we saw that it's support mainly focuses on melee 450 oh yeah that's the au normal suit that's cool that does that look it, like what camille wears i think so i mean i was like why is it giving you camille's yeah uh, normal suit for the wound wart yeah i'll have to check and see if i have the um uh the suit that goes with it, unless they're just being released now. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't normally buy that stuff anyway, but it's cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, once you, once you have the outfit that you're committed to, you know. Yeah. And the haircut. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Well, cool. 
Yeah, and I have so I have the and I didn't do a review of it, and I need to, but I have the the metal robot spirits of this. Um, it's just for the price, you barely get anything, but it's because they have the option part that are coming out, and that's I think yeah. where they're getting you. Um, yeah, so uh, very cool. I guess you know I I actually haven't played this in a while, like in a couple weeks. Uh, you know, I do that thing with GBO two where I have my breaks where. I play it like every day and then I slow down and then I just kind of do the AB rooms and then I just kind of stop. <laughs> and, and, uh, um, but I think I can't I'll believe play. you admit to doing AB rooms like, yeah. publicly. No, I, You're Hey, when I just need my tokens and I don't really feel like sitting through a queue. Oh yeah. AB rooms. Um, yeah. and I'll, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to want to jump in and play this. So I might even put a recording up later of using the wound war, just because I think this is like a, such a badass mobile suit to have in gbo2 yeah and it's one of those ones where i mean everything from advance of zeta seems so crazy but it's like yeah you can really see in sort of the timeline of production with with all of the titans mobile suits where they kind of go extreme in one direction and then kind of dial it back yeah it's like yesterday i i didn't know that i mean one of my favorite mobile suit mobile armors is the dandelion from advance of zeta yeah. I didn't know that the bound dock was a part of was that. developed from right. the, the dandelion. I didn't either. Or if I did, it didn't really click with me until, yeah, we did your stream yesterday, which was pretty interesting, which yeah. again, there's, if you take a, a mobile suit at face value, you might not care for it. But if you then start really looking at it and like looking at its development history, you then gain an appreciation and understand why some of it looks the way it does. So definitely, which the wound wart kind of has those uh bondock vibes in a way there's, it does there, there's a little bit of that too so i wouldn't be surprised if that went you know down the line so um for sure you know what and and it's funny so red wolf vion he's someone that's part of that bandai namco group he actually got it as well so i brought up his video just so we can kind of like show very nice i wonder if he had yeah uh Man, look at that big old chonkster. <laughs> big old wagon. And what's neat is I think this is a good example of like mobile suits that combine the design elements of traditional Gundam, but also more like modern designed mechs, like what we see in uh Armored Core, you know, yeah. especially with like the legs and all that. Um definitely. Yeah, very, very cool. Um Oh, yeah, love Red Wolf Ion. I mean, he's you will never find anybody that has the level of enthusiasm and positivity around Gundam and around GBO2, it, just Gundam gaming yeah. in general. Than yeah, him. no, he, yeah, and I don't know if I told anyone on here, he did an a, a interview with me that's up on the on his channel. So if you guys want to check out his channel, Red Wolf Vion, um, or Vion, uh, I don't want to get that wrong, but yeah, um. I mean, if you're into GBO2, you should follow him anyway. Cool stuff. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. So, now I want to talk about... I want to do a review, proper review of Armored Core 6. Um, so, here's a video from a live stream that I did um, last week. Uh, and it was funny on the stream, um, on the first boss, I think I, I did it like 20 times. <laughs> Or something I couldn't even beat him. Uh, but I love that. 
and, and you know, yeah. it was pretty cool. That's a milestone for me to play a souls light game live, especially a boss for the first time. Normally I wouldn't do that. And normally I'd be like sweating. Buckets. I was going to say, what was the level of profanity? Going yeah. on? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, but anyway, so it, my quick kind of review uh, of armored core six if you've played Armored Core before, it, it's kind of that same skeleton, and, and you're going to like it. If you yeah. haven't played it before, I think a lot of people are wanting to get into it because, you know, From Software's made a name for themselves from the Souls games. And yeah. what they've done here was they didn't make it – it's not like they changed it and made it like a Souls game, but they really – when it came to the boss battles, they really, I guess, uh, doubled down on the – that type of boss battle, like where it's all about um, uh, remembering, memorizing that the boss moves, the attacks and experimenting with different builds to figure out the best way to um, kill a boss. So it, it, other than that, what the game does is it has a mission structure where you just choose a mission. It's, it's more menu based. It's not like some open world or anything. So you're in a menu you choose what mission you want to go on. Sometimes it's just blowing up some dudes. Sometimes it's blowing up a dudes and like a a, a mini boss style uh, armored core. And then it, those are pretty boring to me. All those missions, it's almost like filler. It's just I'm doing the mission to get currency. Um, yeah. Any other unlocks. Grinding. Exactly. Um. And then so if only they had a uh, AB rooms in armored core. <laughs> well, they kind of do. So here's some other interesting aspects of this is you can go back and play replay any mission and you constantly get rewarded for it. It's not like one time. So you can actually go back and grind for currency. Uh you can go back and do where there's like special boss battles or special encounters. So if you missed an encounter, you can go back and do it. Um, and then you can get a ranking on it. And then they have what I think is the best part of it is the arena, which the arena is just these one-on-one -on -one, uh, armored core battles. It's not like a – like right now it, you're seeing like one of the bosses, it's a giant helicopter. There are bosses that are gigantic, but in the arena you're fighting more traditional armored core bosses. And um, uh, that that's fun. That is a very fun. Like I just – got one done this morning um, because it's it's a way to see, okay, does my loadout work? With what I have, can I take out the enemies? And that's a good way to then know what to do for when you're playing the single player because what happens in a single player campaign is you'll go through some missions that are really easy and then you'll come across a mission or a boss that's just really hard and you're like, okay, now this game is completely different. That's right. where I'd say the my biggest complaint is is the mission to mission does not match what a boss battle is and i feel like the point of the game is the 1v1 that's why there's the multiplayer the because i think it's more of here's missions to just grind test out your weapons boss battles are used to like see how we fishing over the weaponry and then go into the competitive scene you know with your your arm because it's it's unlike a souls game to where there's not the single player story doesn't have this like kind of moment to moment exploring this world I'm in and um scenarios oh here's an ad um <laughs> what is this sticker mule uh, yeah I think I ordered some stickers from there <laughs> um 
so effective advertising. Yeah, there you go. Um, wait, I'm hearing some weird almost countdown like sound w- whenever you speak. That fixed it. Oh, interesting. Okay, <laughs> that is strange. Well, you know, that, that kind of brings up an interesting question regarding like game design theory, right? So typically, you know, back in the old days when you had arcade games and, you know, it was all about, you know, fleecing as much money off of these kids as you possibly could. The idea was we make the game so difficult that even a nine minute video game is extended out to hours and hours because people are going to have to play it over and over and over again in order to master the 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 patterns, the boss cycles, all of that sort of thing. So in Souls games, the idea of, you know, dying and restarting so that you can master a boss's, you know, cycles and sequences and kind of learn their move sets and everything, that's kind of built into the theory of the game. But in a game like Armored Core, you know, it's the the story of the game doesn't reflect that same sort of soulsy mentality. So then does it feel like that I don't want to say artificial difficulty increase, but like the in, the deliberate increase of difficulty with the bosses and throwing these different curveballs at you to in order to constantly have you changing up your loadouts and trying to, you know, min-max your way to victory. Does it feel like it's out of place at all? Yeah, I would that's say a leading question, sorry. No, no, I think that, no, I think you're on point. For me, that's where it's hard like when it comes to rating I, a game, I don't typically go like, oh, 0.5, 0.3 or whatever. Like for me, Elden Ring is awesome. Perfect. It's a 10. Armored Core, because of that yeah, juxtaposition of the mission structure and then when it comes to fighting a boss, it's like two different games to me. So I would, you know, I'd give this like it, it's um, like a 7, I think, would be a good way. It's just because then the boss battles are so fun. Like the yeah. arena. Uh, so when you unlock arena, it's like just boss battle after boss battle of the normal armored cores. And so I could just do those all day. And you know what it reminds me of is the, the Gundam versus on PS4. Yeah. It's like, that's I new. love doing the boss rush mode where it's like, you don't fight any other mobile suits. It's just boss after boss after boss. That is awesome. But like you said, it's like a totally different game. You know what though? I'm glad you brought that up because I would say that this game feels more like that's what it is actually just interesting in a more refined campaign structure but it is the versus stuff and wasn't the older versus games more like that like where they came from is that the battle assault or something well so yeah the the older um like federation versus zeon those types of games yeah i mean they had like that mission structure but um you know you would almost like the boss would be kind of like a cap at the end of a at the end of a particular mission. So for instance, you know, you're, you're fighting some like a Bjarlant and like, you know, some Hyzax and stuff. And then all of a sudden the psycho Gundam comes out and you know, that's your boss fight. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. I'm going to have to go and play those because, you know, I, I do like it when there is again, more of a cohesive mission structure. And again, this, that's the one thing about Armored Core 6 that I feel like it's fluff to me. It's I jump into a mission. And and sometimes, like today, I played a mission that was so badass in theory. And then I just, like, went through it like it was, I don't know, a razor blade through paper. Like, I, <laughs> I just, 
And I was like, man, I wish I was challenged a bit more. But it's not that I'm like saying that I'm amazing because then when I go play a boss, I will die multiple times before I can figure out how to beat it. And one thing, though, is there's a combo of weapons early on in the game I figured out that I've actually been using the whole time. I would sometimes, if I'm nice. dying, I'll switch up. And then I'll just go back and be like, yeah, it's it's mainly that uh, it's a two-hit combo melee and then a charged plasma rifle. And then I'll change up the types of missiles I have on my uh, back. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, sometimes I'll change to the tank tread and do double. Uh, someone brought up heavy arms. Yeah, I'll do, like, the du double Gatling gun, which is pretty fun. Um, it's always cool. So yeah. Yeah. Just, is it is it a game that lends itself well to like, you know, or I don't want to say lends itself well to, but like, you know, does it lean into like meta builds where, you know, for instance, I, I, I played Earth Defense Force a lot. And basically, as soon as you unlock the homing missiles in Earth Defense Force, you're just running around the map and just spamming missiles that are going to go behind you and take out enemies. So it's like, I you think know, so. Yeah. Yeah. Like there are some builds I've seen where you can use like dual shotguns and take out. And it's just some enemies have different attributes where some things work better than the others. Although it seems like I guess the meta would then be what is a combo that can work on anything. And I think yeah. that's like the combo I've kind of figured out. But there are some times where, yeah, like the dual chain guns, for instance, I can. There was one mission where I had to. The, the it was a sub boss that didn't have a checkpoint so i had to like go through the map first which that was probably the most enjoyable because i had to do it so many times that it's in my mind and i'm like oh that was fun so that actually yeah. explains why games shouldn't be too easy or level but anyway i just i was like you know what dual chain gun i'm just gonna zoom through and just like shred everybody <laughs> to get to the boss whereas before i was like you know aiming the plasma then doing a melee combo and then going around and flying and you know um, yeah well and that's how you and i felt playing like a uh, code fairy where it's like you know you can you you play through a level and you're like okay i think i've managed uh you know managed my ammo consumption and my usages of like the effects and uh skills well to this point and then all of a sudden a boss fight comes up and you're like crap like i didn't account for the fact that there was going to be a boss at the end of this that's and a good so, point because that's another thing this game does is right before you fight a boss you can resupply so all the normal things that you would consider as you would approach any encounter in a souls game does not happen here the checkpoints are right before a boss there's a resupply so you don't have to worry about your ammo or your health so it on one hand i also think that makes it easy for more people to get into because now more people are aware of this game because of Elden Ring. But yeah. then I, just like with Elden Ring, you hear people complain online. Once they get to some of the bosses, they're like, okay, this is just too hard. You know? <laughs> right. So, yeah. Um, so, you know, what I'm going to say is like, if you like souls bosses, I think this game you should buy because it, you're pretty much, the, the, what the game is, is a training yourself to then fight bosses. It's it's what it is. The missions are just to use your weapons. Uh, because you're a mech, it's fun that you can, like, change your arms and legs. I've seen it more be more visual and play style versus, like, what you're trying to get to. There's not yet. 
the only meta I've seen is when people go back to fight bosses, they use certain weapons so that they can take out the boss really quick. And that's less of a meta and more of a uh, just optimization. Yeah, what's the best way to yeah, to overpower my weapon output for you know, which I think is kind of cool because then that kind of differentiates it from souls. Because in souls, there could be, oh, just do this build and you're good, you know. Yeah, yeah, um, and that's always you know m my goal. I think when I'm developing video games is like, how can I make this something where you have multiple solutions? Maybe one is a little bit better than the other but you know they're each one kind of has its own benefits to using yeah. you know where it's not like there's one clear-cut answer i'm always going to go missiles on this boss because of xyz yeah no it's and so yeah i would say if you're into that sort of thing with the boss battles this is the game for you but if you're kind of looking for a an interesting single player experience this is more of just a challenge game, challenge mode game. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. It's a challenge mode game. I like uh, it. Yeah. But, you know, for me, it's fun. I, um, I, and I think I'm only, you know, because I'll sit down and, so right now I'm playing a few other games. I've, for some reason, been on a kick of beat em ups, you know, like uh, nice. Final Fight, Streets of Rage. Um, my brother got me the new Double Dragon. Gaiden that just came out, which is really oh, cool, has a roguelike feature to it. So there are times where I'll beat a mission in Armored Core, and then there's a list of new missions, and I'm all like, ah, I'm just gonna go play beat them up because yeah. it's just like I'm just gonna go to the next mission and then just go through it. And you know, it's like unless I know it's a boss, like I'll read the description of the mission, and be like, Oh, is this a boss mission? So, um, yeah, so I guess that's my my thoughts, my review. Not a bad game at all. It's actually an excellent game. Uh, at the end of the day, this is something all developers and publishers need to aspire to in terms of, um, as far as I saw, no bugs. It ran perfectly. And I don't know if you guys saw my live stream. I was doing 4K 144 FPS or unlocked. I think it was unlocked or 120, I forget. And the stream, at first, it started being choppy. And I was like, I hope that's just because of the stream. And then, yeah, I just switched it down to 1440, 60 FPS, and it was smooth. And then so when I'm not streaming, I have it in 4K, and it is smooth. The controls are great. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. So at the end of the day, it's good for the industry that this game not only exists, but it's as popular as it is. Yeah. FromSoft has their their control schemes are really dialed in, and they always yeah. feel smooth. So, yeah. No, that's, yeah. Okay, then. So, yeah, good good talk on that. Okay, next up, we're going to look at this Gundam Poser channel we made. Uh, one of our supporters <laughs> had the idea of doing a posing contest. And I was like, that's a good idea. It's not just yeah. like Gumpla that you've built, but like, what's a cool shot where you're posing it and all that? And I, mine don't count, but I use some examples because this is some of the stuff I'm just so proud of. When I look at this, I'm like, I can't believe I made this. And it's really just my monitors in the background and in Photoshop, I just drew like a battle in the background and then took pictures. So cool. Yeah. In the foreground here. Um, yeah. Like just using some um, blending option effects for like the lasers and stuff. Um, if you guys have any questions about it, let me know. And you know what? There's something I forgot that I need to double check on, but supporters should also have access to a PSD I made. That's, layers of all this background stuff so you can use it yourself 
Yeah, I'm going to double turn check. on and off the beam effects. Yep. And... I even have yellow and the pink because sometimes it's different depending on the battle. Um, and then little flare lights and stuff in the space. So I'll double check very on cool. that. Um, this is cool. It had a very samurai. I didn't realize how samurai this guy is. With oh, yeah. the head the to the shoulder shape. armor. Like, and then, yeah, so I have him where he's like holding the. I mean, that's a cool pose. But to look through this, we got Rogue New Type, who, I mean, he's just got some badass builds. Um, yeah, definitely. And look at that. Hey, and there is nobody that knows more about about gunpla than he does yeah, i mean i know it, 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 it's it's crazy to me when i'm like you know i really need this one part and he he hits me with like oh well the 2006 edition of the high grade um like i'm like oh okay so he's got I, know. It down. I know it, it's it's crazy like that and look at this oh, that sweet. is sick. now was that an origin i forget I, I don't know. I don't remember seeing it in Origin. It's it's one of those MSV, you know, the the Dizzle. Um, yes, it, like in Giren's Greed, I think there was a uh, some some. I, I don't know. Um, okay, and then here's Toy Toy, another recent contributor who's always got some great shots. Yeah, uh, some. I got a hand with IBO kits. IBO kits are very fun to pose. They've got like you know really. Um, expressive joints and not a lot of armor plating to get in the way that's true yeah looking at the abdomen here like seeing the pistons that's that's pretty good king dylan oh doing some like sepia or nice with the yeah wing speaking of samurai what is that other one um isn't that a an ashtray Maybe, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I can't, I can't oh, tell you yeah. here. That's right. That's but, a cool um, color. But yeah, I mean, like just the the posing of that, you know, lining it up like it's a classic sword duel. Yeah, yeah, that is cool. And then um, some G Gundam stuff. That's pretty neat. Yeah, oh, and then God Rogue... Gundam effect parts back there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And Rogue is saying that. Um... Oh no, uh, yeah, Rogue is saying that was his first custom. That goes on. Wow, that's really, that's awesome. Uh, some more here. Oh, that's pretty interesting. It's like a Mark II with the uh, aerial shield, right? It fits surprisingly well. Yeah. Pretty cool stuff there. Um, oh, yeah, I guess I should say if um, you're listening to this. You're missing. <laughs> and then here's, I don't know if this is necessarily Gundam, but it's like the 30 minute mission. Yeah. But, but that's one, I have to say that for a 30 minute mission kit, that looks, um, you know, fantastic. It does. I, I always criticize them for, for looking like Swiss cheese with all of like the peg yeah. holes. <laughs> but no, that actually looks fantastic. That, yeah. That like, look at this. Really well done. With the samurai swords and everything. I mean, that is super badass. Very expressive posing. Some more from King Dylan. Oh, very nice. Oh. Some of those USA Gundams. Yeah. And Toy Toy, <laughs> no another non-Gundam. But looks cool. Yeah. All right, check this out. Uh, 16x a second. I don't know if that means something specifically, but he's been posting some stuff. He has a diorama that he has set up, and he'll occasionally post pictures 
with That's so cool. Yeah, I know with the stuff in the down row. I love it. Like I want to have something like that sitting here, so then I can play. We went to boys. <laughs> Actually, do something <laughs> with them. Um. Oh, and here's uh here's Robert. Oh, long time hey, supporter. I guess he's got his uh little Sharzaku that's, action. That's an interesting red on the Sharzaku, isn't it? Yeah, it's a little little more of that candy red as opposed to the sort of pink color. Did they change that with a certain release, perhaps? Yeah. Uh, that would be a question for Rogue New Type. That would be. <laughs> that would be. Oh, yeah, no, I think um oh very sweet. Pick that out. Love that Choo Choo custom. Yeah. Choo choo <laughs> taking back the Bronx. No, no, this is this is great. See, this is a, a good example for like if I was to go back and do a um, just a gumplet build contest, which yeah. I want to do again. Um, and okay, that's another, and you know, we probably should have brought that one up on um, on my stream from a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about like cheap and accessible options oh, because Zionic yeah. Shadow used nail art. Uh, yeah, to do that, which is for, for that Yankees logo. And so like. That's that's freaking sweet and brilliant. You know, it's like yeah. if you if you don't if you want some interesting water slides that aren't, you know, just the the run of the mill, you know, whatever you can get on New Type or USA Gundam Store, nail art. Yeah, definitely. And so here's who I believe is the winner so far. Someone said that had the most reactions, but this is our very own Ian, our mod Sneaky Sama. Um, there you go. One, I love just dioramas with the like the ground type stuff. It just yeah. works. It's just very grounded. And then he has those buildings and the fire effect parts. I, I love the uh, the flail tied up on the back. Yeah. yeah, I am a sucker for whenever you have a mobile suit where you can see the you know the additional weapons like strapped to you know its backpack or its hip or something like that. Oh, I love that so much. Yeah, they killed it with the Robot Spirits Await the MS team line because you can pretty much do that with all of them. Like, just put tons of weapons and stuff on them. Yeah, get kitted um, out. No, but yeah, I looked at them. Yeah, cool stuff. Like, yeah, we could see the reactions here. Um, let's see. Oh, Johnny Tacoma, let's see. What we got here? Oh, very nice. Don't talk to me or my son ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Um, another one from Toy Toy. Interesting. Another sweet looking. Yeah, perhaps 30 minute mission, but it looks cool. Oh, what's going on there? Oh, oh it's man. upside down. Yeah. That's that, cool. Yeah, that yeah, that looks cool. Kind of like an orbital dive. Yeah, very neat. What is that? The uh, GM is it like Interceptor uh, or something like that? The or? Night Seeker. Night Seeker. <laughs> yeah, that was way off. Um, <laughs> the Interceptor is the one that has that giant like. Oh, so that is the thing. Okay, yeah. uh, the Corvette booster. Yeah, that's what it's called. <laughs> okay. I was like giant yeah. wing thing strapped to its neck. I don't know. <laughs> these speaking of wing, like these are badass. Yeah, these wings. Yeah, I, I love seeing how creative people get with the Wing Zero from Endless Waltz because it's such a unique design, and it's I think it's just become 
um what's the what's the good what's what's a term to kind of it's just become such an iconic piece within all of gundam it's funny because it's like one of those things where i don't care about wing that much but that's like you see that you know what it is people that aren't into gundam if they're going to know any gundam it's going to be that oh yeah totally there's a uh a metal build i want to get but it has like yellow blue and and red colors on it it's like a little different and it looks so awesome but it's like three hundred dollars and i'm like i don't know yeah that's uh (laughs) oh here's the robot spirits i believe the arlen custom i believe it's the robot spirits could be wrong i i I have this one um unless it is the the high grade and it just looks i just know uncle tom is a is a an aficionado of the verka robot spirits as i am um indeed Although, like, it comes with decals, and I put them on, but it's that thing with the the water slides where then you can see the outline, and so it's like, uh, it's like I like the real-type markings, but... Yeah, it can be tough. That's, you know, I think that you and I are on to something with we need to come up with, like, stamps. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, if we can somehow come up with using some technology of stamps that could be used at just, not just model kits, but any figure customization yeah um yeah another cool shot there oh robert oh very nice the classic duel yeah very cool uh i have to object to that one i don't think char would ever surrender and throw his hands up to (laughs) (laughs) yeah maybe um another another of toy toy double zeta always looks good i gotta say it's just a good looking now is that is that the high grade or the robot spirits i i don't know is it the master grade maybe maybe it definitely looks a lot uh a lot better than the high grade i gotta I got be honest as much as i love the double zeta design the the high grade is definitely cannot be posed like that <laughs> yeah i think that's one of my few gumpla that i actually just have packed away I, I, again i love the double zeta but that high grade just oh the ships there we go. Yeah. Love that stuff. Wow, yeah, he's put, I didn't I didn't see these with the Zeta and the double Zeta. Love it. That's Love it. Yeah, that's a beautiful pairing. thing. Yeah, so for those that if I'm going through it too quick, go check out that uh channel. Um Oh, another good I'm I'm assuming this is a master grade double Zeta. Yeah, it looks like a neon wave in chat is saying that the uh the master grade and johnny tacoma says revive dry transfers amen brother oh <laughs> i love i love my dry transfer decals okay okay that oh here's some cool ones with some mood lighting going on yeah very moody i love it yeah, yeah <laughs> especially with that uh the the wood grain in the background the black painted wood grain is very yeah it... very aesthetic so it is cool because I'm a, a sucker for backgrounds that are dynamic with whatever the figure is, but there's something to the backgrounds being kind of clean, but having like a similar color to it, you know, throughout. Yeah. Yeah. Something, something very themed and dialed in. Um, I think that like sometimes your backgrounds can get a little too cluttered, right? Yeah. And, and noisy oh, and that's that's another good tip yeah noisy um, that's a good way of putting it and then um jedi sayla with i think her favorite line if i'm not mistaken 
or you know from G Fighter because I know she's ordered the Rose and then the Maxters a new one coming out. It's cool that they're coming out oh, with yeah. those, but she's trying to make that shuffle alliance. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean it's it's pretty cool. The yeah the possibility on them are pretty cool. That's yeah. sweet. Very cool. And then King Dylan has some more. Oh, it's getting brutal here. Oof, yeah. Love the battle damage on that uh, USA Gundam. Yeah. Very well done. What is it with wanting to do battle damage on the USA Gundam? I did the same thing. Is it is it because it's USA or because the kid is cheap at Target? <laughs> a little column A, a little column B. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah, some more with the... You know what? interesting background here because he could be in some sort of uh warehouse but yeah. if it wasn't for the lettering like it would look like it's part of the scene yeah it almost looks like a factory or yeah you know, something like that oh that's cool some fire effects yeah love love the effect stuff yeah um we need more effect parts for oh. for gumpla yeah and then a ashley our social media specialist Oh, that's sweet. pretty cool. Now this looks cool. This is from Johnny uh, Tacoma, uh, Unicorn, and you know it took me a second, but you can see little areas that you know has different colors that just I think add to it. Kind of that new look, especially with the arms. Um, yeah, absolutely. That's this is one of my complaints about the unicorn. And even though we were talking about yesterday how sometimes Xeon suits kind of look a little bit monochromatic, the unicorn is probably the most guilty of looking monochromatic. Yeah. <laughs> Unicorn's an interesting one because it, it's one of those suits where it's like I feel like if I've always been in a Gundam and then saw the unicorn, I'd be like, that's amazing. But I kind of that was the, my first build was the real great <laughs> unicorn because it was amazing. But, like, it really is interesting to – like, I think it's a great design, even yeah. though I think, like, the inner frame gimmick is a little silly. I still think it's cool that it opens up and all that. Like, it's – and yeah. it really takes – what the other thing I want to add, it really takes a lot from the new Gundam if you think of the evolution of Gundams where they kind of kept that in mind with the, the build. It, when it's in its destroy mode, I think that you – would be hard pressed to find a Gundam that has that much Gundamness. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Especially full armor, you know. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, last one from King Dylan. This is sick. Is this a a ground? Um, yeah. Painted I love black. Love the dual wielding. Yeah. That's cool. Well, I think, um, and then we had some other people post afterwards, but I, I think, um, oh, that's funny from Neon Wave. <laughs> awesome. Um, I love the bear guy family. I'm going I need to get a papa guy. No, I, I dude, I need to get it's funny because we'll my wife will when we go to the hobby store, she's like, if there's a Haro, get it for me. And there never is. So I'm thinking of at least if there's a bear guy and there, there's not, you know. Um, well, that's like um oh man, it was uh probably a couple years ago. My wife was I, I didn't realize she was joking when she said buy this for her. And oh, this is the Super <laughs> Fumina uh, Titans made version. Um, I didn't realize she was joking, so I have it, and I don't know. Maybe I'll turn it into like Super Fumina Zeta version or something. Yeah. No, that's a good idea. So yeah, I think, um, you know, I'm gonna double check all this 
it looks like our winner is Ian. So that's awesome. But I'll double check. And I think it had to do with um, uh, like his his stuff up here. Yeah, we could see all the, the reactions here. So, yeah, congrats on that, man. I'll super reaction. You can't. can't yeah, I know. Reaction. Three super <laughs> reactions of the goose. Tall goose. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, that's cool. Uh, no, I'm glad that that was fun and that was quick. It didn't. It, it, I, that's what I liked about the people here on the, the Gundam Discord, because someone came up with the idea. So I just quickly put a channel together and everyone posted. So much easier to execute than, yeah. than something that was more like, I don't know. It could have gotten so much more complicated. I, I'm, I'm glad right. that this was such an easy to execute. That's and yeah, that's going to make me do do another Gumpla one next, since like I I now kind of can see how with the help of everybody it, we can make this pretty easy and fun, and just seeing how people are posing, it's even making me think like um, I'd like to get a shot with yeah having I don't know if it's the depth of field you know think about depth of field more. Um, lens type and all that so yeah this is this is a perfect um this is a perfect example because you know i think that sometimes like you know we, you you've had a community build challenge in the past and it yeah. was like you know it's tough to get everybody to you know agree to a timeline you know some people yeah. take forever to build kits um <laughs> some people you know get get caught up in other projects and so it makes it so that the timing of it doesn't work as well with something like a pose contest it's like Everybody can can take a kit that they have on hand yeah. and just just quickly yeah do that throw it together take some pictures and that's another aspect too I think there's people that build really well but that are not photographers but not that you have to be a photographer but I think just like we talked about with building you know tips there are some basic photography tips that can make your photos look way better than you think they are and. Some of that is depth of field, you know, getting the blurry background or something in the foreground that's blurry. Also the lighting, you know, some tips I have is like, have it where there's a light source at a frame, like in the back coming down, that kind of helps highlight things a little differently. And then even yeah. colored LED lights, even if the color is just like an orange or something to kind of offset the, the white light, it, it sometimes, you know, gives it a more yeah. real look. Create some visual interest. Yeah. Yeah, no. So, yeah, that's a lot. And you of don't even have to like buy a special LED light or something. Like, you can you can like take a computer monitor or even yeah, just your phone right. and like open up a web page that has just a color on it and use that as your. I mean, exactly. Uh, I think that there's there's ways that you can do these things that are cost effective and you know, and honestly, it makes it more creative that way than if you had like a full studio lighting setup. And yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Um, and, and Johnny Tacoma saying the Lightroom app is free on the App Store. And that's a good call because you can mm -hmm. do some basic things with that, even if it's just fiddling with the contrast just to kind of get the light right. Or, and I think this is in Lightroom, it also has the option to add the, um, oh, there's a name for it, where you like darken the edges. Oh, vignette. Vignette, there you go. And that sometimes helps the the center pop more where you're focusing in on the center and giving it kind of a real look to it um yeah it, yeah a lot of fun and i used to take more photos than i do now and i, I do want to get back into it but i think it's it's one of these things where i get so far in a hobby and then it's like i know what i need to do next but that's going to be some investment time and money i'll do that later because next what i want to do is get a full-size monitor to have at my 
build desk. So when I take pictures, I already have a background that I can just cycle through. Because what I yeah. do when I, when I would do those backgrounds is I'd move everything off my desk, find something that's the right height to put, and then I don't have enough room between the monitor and the, you know. Um, yeah, so. dedicated photo studio space. That's that's the next step. I know that would be so great, um, so great to have. But do you, and so do you do photo stuff, or have you done photo stuff in the past? Yeah, I, I like you like you. I, I wish that I took more photos now. And, you know, I'm trying to get back into it. Part of that was, you know, getting my garage cleaned up and I've got like my crafting space where I've got, you know, the 3D printer set up and I've got a table where I, you know, have been filming my tutorials and stuff lately. Oh. But I'm also trying to create that sort of diorama space, kind of like what Ian's got going on, where he's yeah. got like the cityscape you know, I need to finish destroying some of these plastic buildings that I've got and create oh. that same sort of cityscape that I can use for all of my photography. Um, That's I think idea. I did feature that in the, in the finished build photo of the bound dock. I've got like the psycho Gundam in the background and there's some buildings scattered around, but, uh, oh, but it, cool. I definitely need to tighten that up and get some more lights in there. Yeah. Um, and, and where are we going with all this? I don't know, but there's something to recreating that stuff. There's something to recreating it and then adding different levels of dynamism to it to make it pop or feel, you know. It, it's, know. it's part of human nature, right? Like yeah. you just love small versions of things, right? <laughs> it, 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 it's why we have kids because we want small <laughs> versions of other people. It's like, I want a small version of me that I can carry around with me. That's true. There's something there's, I wonder if there's something deep in our past that has made us where we like that. And it's funny because there's from getting to some ancient history from all those ancient uh, stonework blocks and all that, that are kind of unexplained. There's also where they found miniature versions of it already created on a piece of stone. And that that's in India and in Peru. And it's, and so it's that was like the original uh, Spinal Tap where he made the like 18 inch tall Stonehenge. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's, that's funny. That's funny. That, yeah. Um, well, cool. Well, yeah, that's it for today's show. I thought this went really well. Um, awesome yeah, stuff fun. to talk about. Yeah. Talking gaming, which we always do. But getting the Wound Wart live on stream. Oh, my gosh. My <laughs> week is unreal. Name. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, I loved all the photos everyone sent. And that was awesome. So Ian, I'll be reaching out to you. And I'm going to double check just in case because I didn't actually count. But I, yeah. I trust everybody. Spam votes on other people. <laughs> just kidding. No, congratulations, Ian. That's um, yeah. you, you put together quite a scene there. It's like. Yeah, no, definitely. It's, it's incredible. And so, yeah, um, again, if you want to listen to this, there's the podcast version. Obviously, I should probably mention that at the beginning. And then links in the description for all the supporters and their stuff. And then also for Steven and his channel, which we stream on uh, Wednesdays, the day before, um, if you didn't know. So, yeah, yeah. that. Anything else to add, Steven? No, thank you guys so much for the birthday wishes. Thanks for hanging out with me today. And, uh, you know, th this has been a lot of fun. Congratulations on pulling that wound ward. I'm about to go hop on stream and do the same. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, see awesome. if I can get it. Well, cool. Well, everyone, have a good weekend, and we will talk later.